0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Lord be with you. Welcome to morning mass here at St. Bride's Church in Camus Lang, which as you know is the funeral mass for the repose of the soul of Frankie McGettigan. Welcome to Eileen and Geraldine and Claire and Jack and Patrick and Sean and grandchildren. Welcome also to all who are joining us in the audio recording of the Mass. Many people would have wished to have been here with us but are unable to be with us because of the restrictions placed upon us by the pandemic. Many people send their good wishes and their prayers to the family who are gathered here today. Frank is the first person in the parish to be able to receive a funeral Mass on the day in which he will be buried after the restrictions of the past few months. And as you know, he would be very pleased to have this Mass on the day of his funeral. Over a number of years, he wasn't able to be here at Mass, for illness itself cast a long shadow over him. But he's here today, here for this final Mass, this last Mass over his mortal remains in this parish church, which he attended and he was so faithful to all his life. He is at peace after the hard days. He is at peace after the long years of illness. May he rest in peace. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore I ask, Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Let us pray. O God, Almighty Father, our faith professes that your Son died and rose again. Mercifully grant that through this mystery, your servant Francis, who has fallen asleep in Christ, may rejoice to rise again through him, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God for ever and ever. Please be seated. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. With God on our side, who can be against us? since God did not spare his own son, but gave him up to benefit us all. We may be certain, after such a gift, that he will not refuse anything he can give. Could anyone accuse those that God has chosen? And when God acquits, could anyone condemn? Could Christ Jesus? No, he not only died for us, but rose from the dead, and there at God's right hand he stands and pleads for us. Nothing, therefore, can come between us and the love of Christ, even if you are troubled or worried or persecuted or lacking food or clothes or being threatened or even attacked. These are the trials through which we triumph by the power of him who loved us. For I am certain of this, neither death nor life, no angel, no prince, nothing that exists, nothing still to come, not any power or height or depth, Nor any created thing can ever come between us and the love of God made visible in Christ Jesus our Lord. The word of the Lord. Happy the man who takes delight in the Lord's commands. Happy the man who fears the Lord, who takes delight in his commands. His sons will be powerful on earth, the children of the upright are blessed. Happy the man who takes delight in the Lord's commands. Riches and wealth are in his house. His justice stands firm forever. He is a light in the darkness for the upright. He is generous, merciful, and just. Happy the man who takes delight in the Lord's commands. The good man takes pity and lends. He conducts his affairs with honor. The just man will never waver. He will be remembered forever. Happy the man who takes delight in the Lord's commands. And he has no fear of evil news. With a firm heart he trusts in the Lord. With a steadfast heart he will not fear. He will see the downfall of his foes. Happy the man who takes delight in the Lord's commands. Open-handed he gives to the poor. His justice stands firm forever. His head will be raised in glory happy the man who takes delight in the Lord's commands. The second reading is a reading from the first letter of St. John. My dear people, let us love one another, since love comes from God. And everyone who loves is begotten by God and knows God. Anyone who fails to love can never have known God because God is love. God's love for us was revealed when God sent his own son into the world so that He, that we could have life through him. This is the love I mean. Not our love for God, but God's love for us when he sent his son to be the sacrifice that takes away our sins. My dear people, since God has loved us so much, We too should love one another. No one has ever seen God, but as long as we love one another, God will live in us and his love will be complete in us. The word of the Lord. Please stand for the gospel. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. And Jesus said to the crowd, I am the living bread which has come down from heaven. Anyone who eats this bread will live forever, and the bread that I shall give is my flesh for the life of the world. Then they started arguing with one another. How can he give us his flesh to eat, he said. And Jesus replied, I tell you solemnly, if you do not eat the flesh of the Son of Man, And drink his blood, you will not have life in you. Anyone who does eat my flesh and drink my blood has eternal life, and I shall raise them up on the last day. For my flesh is real food, and my blood is real drink. He who eats my flesh and drinks my blood lives in me, and I live in them. As I, who am sent by the living Father, myself draw life from the Father. So whoever eats me will draw life from me. This is the bread come down from heaven. Not like the bread our ancestors ate, they are dead. But anyone who eats this bread will live forever. The Gospel of the Lord. Please be seated. it must have been a great trial for all to see over the final years Frankie's health declining and emerging ground. It was a gradual descent into Ill-, Ill health. And the key thing, of course, was his memory loss and with that an inability to negotiate the ordinary things of life. And the contrast itself could not have been greater from what he was before Nothing was a problem to him before, and with the illness, everything and even the simple things of life became a problem. Today, this Mass is said for him on the occasion of his funeral. All his life, he attended this church and was even an altar boy serving Mass for the priests in his young life. It was here that he made all of the sacraments. It's here that he was married to his wife Morag McLaughlin on the 3rd of May 1961. Today, the Gospel of this Mass contains a promise that we recall. For those who eat the bread of life, they have a promise of an eternal life. And that promise, of course, was made to Frankie in baptism and repeated to him every time he attended Mass here and elsewhere and this was a promise that he placed all his trust in today we've come to claim that promise in prayer God promised this and God does not break his promises to all who eat the bread and drink this cup he promises a new life to all who eat this bread and drink this cup they are forever united with him And to all who eat this bread and drink this cup, he promises his love and care eternally. Faith was never a hard thing for Frankie. It was never a possible uh, puzzle to be deciphered. It was just a simple thing of life, to believe in God, to trust God, and to love God. And these things, as you will know, were written into his life all his days young boy who was baptised here, the young boy who attended Mass and served the altar, the man who attended Mass here all his days, that faith was part of his life. A flame that was given to him in baptism that burned brightly to the very end, right to those final days and those final hours in the home where he was looked after. A few words about uh, Frankie's life. He was born on the 13th of April, 1935. Born at Carrick Street in Kirk Hill, a small house. His parents were Annie and Francis McGettigan. He was an only child, much loved by his parents and family members. Later in life, he would confess that his parents and his relatives wouldn't let the wind blow on him. He was a smart child, attended St Bride's School and Our Lady's High School. He'd also confessed that he didn't work very hard and left school as soon as he could. He joined the British Rail, but like the young men of his day, ended up doing national service in one of the hot spots of the time that was Aden, although he would have preferred, I think, a much cushier job here in the base in the British Isles. His working life itself would continue at STC and Honeywell and John Menzies at their head office and finally finishing his work with Strathclyde Council. I think it's probably true to say that he always went at his own pace and would say that if he had applied himself more, he might have achieved more in his working life. He married Morag McLaughlin here in the 3rd of May 1961 in this very church in which we are today. They were to live out, of course, all of their married life in this town of Cambus Lang that they both known and grown up in. Tragedy came for them when their young son, Gerard, was killed in a car accident. Neither of them got over that sadness. And it was a cross that they both carried to the end of their days. They were to also have three daughters present here with us today, Eileen, Geraldine and Claire, whom they both cared for very much indeed. And we're very proud to see them both, to see them all grow up, uh, be married uh, and have uh, children of themselves, the children themselves. And of course the grandchildren are here present with us today, uh, Jack and David and Kieran and Stephen and Megan, uh, uh, Stephen, and Megan and Kevin and Sean and Grace, all of these were grandchildren. And they loved these grandchildren and they loved him very much too. He was very devoted to Morag over the years. She had a lot of illness and Frankie did everything to alleviate the pain and the difficulty And make her life much easier. It was hard when she passed away, and he missed her very much indeed. He was, as you know, a mighty smoker, and nothing could persuade him to give it up. He was the kind of smoker who lit one and quickly lit another. He was totally unrepentant. He made a fine contribution to the life of the parish and was a key figure in the joint hall between St Bride's and St Caddox, called the Ogilvy Centre. He offered a great deal of his time to see to its success. Both himself and Morag were very devoted to St Bride's all their lives. Never too good at DIY, he would be the man who would take the shortcuts Preferring to batter the screw into the wall rather than find the screwdriver. And I think poor Sean spent much of his time undoing Frankie's mishaps. He had an easygoing way about him. He ambled and went at his own speed. No one would hurry him, and no one would persuade him to do something that he didn't want to do. Life was on his own terms. Everyone will miss him. His daughters, his son in laws, the grandchildren, for he was a kindly man. He had good fatherly ways and was a rock over the years to support everyone. The last years were hard ones. In the home in East Kilbride, he was well looked after, safe and sound, and well supported. And it was a great family, a great comfort for the family to know that no harm could come to him there. At the end of his life, we ask God to bless him with peace, to reward him for his kindness and fatherly ways, and to unite him again with Morag and all that he loved here on the earth in the peace and joy of heaven. He can lay aside everything, all the burdens of life now and enter into that new life that we are promised in baptism, that the promise that was given to him here in this church. He had a faith and a hope and the love of God that burned brightly throughout his life. now, dear brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice endures may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. As we humbly present to you these offerings, O Lord, for the salvation of your servant Francis, we beseech your mercy that he who did not doubt your son to be a loving saviour may find in him a most merciful judge. We ask this through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God. For it's at your summons that we come to birth, by your will that we are governed, and at your command that we return on account of sin to that earth from which we came. And when you give the sign, We we who have been redeemed by the death of your Son shall be raised up to the glory of the resurrection. And so, with the company of the angels and the saints, we sing the hymn of your praise as without end we acclaim. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. spread throughout the world, and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis our Pope, Joseph our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember your servant Francis, whom you have called from this world to yourself. Granted he who is united with your son in a death like his, may also be one with him in his resurrection. Remember also all our brothers and sisters, who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection, and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph, her spouse, the blessed Apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be coerced to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours forever and ever. Please stand. We pray together in the words that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days Lord God, whose Son left us in the sacrament of his body, food for the journey, mercifully grant the strength and by it our dear brother Francis may come to the table of Christ, who lives and reigns forever and ever.